When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to a real Bucks talk podcast. Michael Plus, Mark Ramirez, and holy shit, the Bucks actually won a game. I don't know how, but they won twenty six to twenty three over the Cleveland Browns in a game that it seemed like no team really wanted to win that game. It was like watching cartoons out there trying to hump a doorknob. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. It's like oh, the Bucks give away the ball, Browns give away the ball. It was like all over the place. You know, at first we thought the Bucks were going to dominate this game. They get up to 23-9 to going into the fourth quarter. And, of course, they let it just go away. But, Mark, crazy things. We went on a 59-yard field goal after our <laughs> kicker can't make under 40-yard kicks. Like, I don't get it, but that's the Bucks' life. It's like they try to do everything the hard way. And when it does work, it works. And it's like, okay, we'll take it. <laughs> Okay, so the Bucks win, but in my mind, it's still a loss. Yeah, it felt like a loss. Yeah, I, I almost wanted to lose. Okay, me too. Like, the, the the fact that that all all towards Kirk Katanzo, whatever the hell his name is, mm-hmm. even though you missed so such ease and the extra point, a forty yard, or no, thirty eight yarder or forty yarder, forty yarder, forty yarder. Yeah, but how the hell do you make a fifty nine yarder? <laughs> it's like lucky oh, bastard. Yeah, I mean, more power to you. I'm I'm glad we won as a Bucks team. Right. But to be honest, I was hoping we were going to lose just to see Cutter go. Yeah. Because that whole game. Yeah. We're looking at it. We're so oh, we can overmatch them in so many ways. Yeah. And you see the same shit over and over. And you, I was just like, here they come. Yeah. Here they come. Oh, Mayfield's getting hyped up. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. We were calling plays before they happened, and it was like. It was just so predictable. I mean, you could see where Jameis was going to go with the ball. Like, everything was just like, okay. And if we did make a play, it's, like, surprising because it's just because the Browns are the Browns. And, you know, they gave us a lot of opportunities, uh, third down penalties, keeping drives alive for the offense. And, like, really it was like a combination of both teams just not wanting to do what they they wanted to do. And that's when the game It's like they're trying to lose and – just a, but, yeah, both both teams were trying to lose. No yeah. one wanted to win the game. Yeah, That's what I kept com- saying. Complete mess. So I mean, has any has a head coach ever been fired after a win? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because that that's how I am. I mean, yeah. I put out saying, yeah, if you lose to a a team, you lost to the Falcons, who you prepared for for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Someone had to get fired. I said right. that last two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was like, if you lose to the Browns at home, that's a disgrace, a slap to the face. That's almost asking to get fired. Yeah, and I'm, he he almost was trying to get fired. Yeah. to me he was like, "There's no way you just throw the shit away like that." Yeah, and yes, people are gonna cry about Winston's two interceptions and what three turnovers in total because he had the, the right. sack fumble. Right, but really it was 
one no, the two interceptions were kind of his fault. They were just bad. There's yeah. one was underthrown, the other one was thrown right to the linebacker. He didn't even see him. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that we'll dive more into yeah, later once, in the week. Once we when get we do game the, tape. Yeah, the yeah. game tape. Yeah. Really to see what routes we're doing run. But the biggest thing, yeah, again, coaching sucks ass. Yeah, it does. Sucks a big old ass. Mm-hmm. Yet again. And yeah. there, there's no, there, I, you say it all the time every week. We keep saying it, but we're almost yelling at ourselves because we're expecting the coaching to do better when they're just going to do the same flat out dumb shit every week. Yeah, it's, the, you say it's all about spacing, right? Yeah, they have no spacing, and they, they don't they they group everyone every every play in the fourth quarter in overtime. I felt was grouped all towards the line mm-hmm. and run routes where it was literally just one cut go. Right. And there was, and they were all going the same direction. No one was trying to make space for a certain person. Mm-hmm. There was no, oh, let's try and get this guy open because he has the best matchup. Right. It, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid football. It is. It's like we've been saying, oh, let's run a fucking scheme. Uh-huh. And my scheme's the smartest, and it will work. No, it's not. It doesn't work. It never has worked. It worked the first year you ran it right. because people just had to figure it out. Now that they figure it out. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Right. No, I mean, in the first half, the Browns, like, they didn't really knew, they didn't know what we were doing. Like, as far as, in the first half, we were getting options, we were getting mismatches, we were taking advantage of that. But then you keep running the same plays over and over again in the second half, and, like, Browns are going to figure that out. They're smart enough, and they did. They made adjustments. They started sending more pressure, more blitzes, and it forced Jameis into some bad decisions, uh, turnovers, and then... I mean, it's just like you're playing to lose the game, uh, running the ball when you know you can't run to the right side. Um, just, just stupidity on their part. Like, and like Mark said, I mean, having bunch formations, you're running trips consistently, but you're not doing anything to get separation off of that formation. Like, there's just nothing there, nothing going one way, going the other way, no misdirection. And then on defense, like. You know, the Browns, I think they were smart enough. Like, they're going to figure out, hey, we're having success running the ball up the middle again with Nick Chubb. They did that, and then they started doing some quicker passes, getting the ball into the middle of our defense. Obviously, you know, it hurt Quan Alexander out. You had Jack Sitchie out, so you're down a couple linebackers, but still. But, yeah, I mean, you have to make adjustments. Like, even though you're down two linebackers, I mean, you have to find a way to uh, overcome those. Like, there was no uh, – no taking away what the Browns were trying to do. I mean, they weren't doing anything uh, over complicated. It was simple zone reads or runs, you know, up the gut. And unfortunately, I don't know why they were playing Isaiah Johnson too as well. And like, I don't get the rotation. Like Jordan Whitehead needs to be in. Same thing with Evan Smith. But again, this coaching staff continues to fail us. You stole my fire, you ass. <laughs> I was going to say that. Literally, I was going to say, so... Yeah, to, but to go off your point, yeah, the, the Browns obviously went into halftime saying, holy crap, we're getting blown out. Mm-hmm. They have good coaches. They have a right. Greg Williams, who's obviously known for being an aggressive, yeah. legit defensive coordinator. Yeah. We have none of that. Right. We and, had, Dubner did play better. I'll give and, him that. And in the first half, like, Greg Williams wasn't as aggressive as no. he wanted to be. And you could see that in the second half. They were like, oh, yeah. we're going to send the dogs now. And it worked. Oh, yeah. And then it's, it's just so, okay, when everyone mans us, yeah, it's easy to see, mm-hmm. okay, that guy's covering one-on-one, I can attack this guy. Right. 
they started sending blitzes in, but then they started dropping guys in QB spy and right. zone. Right. When it's just a flat out simple, you can read the defense before. Mm-hmm. You like the quarterback should be able to do that. Right. But I feel like in Cutter's system, I don't know if this is Cutter or Winston. Right. All these times you see the five wide receiver set. Mm-hmm. You're spreading them out wide. Yeah, it's smart. That's what we should do with our offense. But move guys around so you can read if they're in a zone. Read if they're in a man. Yeah. Read what's going to happen. See if, oh, if you move a guy over, does he go with him because it's on man? Or, right. they, or does he stay there? It's in zone. So that, that gives away a lot already. Yeah. And then just when he did the hard counts a lot of the times, which did work a lot. Mm-hmm. But that, that shows you also who's going to blitz, who's not blitzing. And that's it. what a young team like the Browns will give up because they're not smart enough and not mature enough to actually read, okay, oh, he's just trying to test us. Right. So dumb shit like that. Winston can do it. He, I just feel like Cutter and his offense is like, no, don't move anyone. Mm. I want you to run this shit because I know it's going to work. Yeah. And his dumb just, oh, my God, I don't even know what word to say. I'm so pissed. Uh, <laughs> his is persona or whatever the hell he has that he thinks he's a genius and it's going to work if mm-hmm. you just run it just keep looking deep is the dumbest shit ever right. and we keep saying it every week i keep hoping it's going to change mm-hmm. uh, it, maybe it's munkin doing it too now but you know it's cutter in his ear yeah and it's stupid yeah it's completely stupid how you make no changes at halftime right you see that browns made changes yeah across the board and Joku had nothing in the first half. Right. And they noticed, holy shit, their linebackers suck against <laughs> tight ends. Yeah. And running backs can eat them up because their linebackers suck. Right. They start doing that, look what happens. They start coming well, back. To give them credit, though, they did a good job of getting Njoku one-on-one with easy matchups. Like, getting him lined up with Isaiah Johnson, like, that's an easy that's an easy six. Like <laughs> Okay, and then to that, yeah. I want to make, yeah, that is an easy six because – Isaiah Johnson blows. Yeah, he's not good. I made a point saying, oh, why the hell do we keep doing this, oh, Evan Smith, Beninock transition when mm-hmm. obviously Evan Smith's better. Right. By a fraction, but he's better. Yeah. Beninock, again, was beaten over and over and over. I'm going to put it again of him getting beaten over and over and over. And I hope all of y'all send this to the Buccaneers or send it to someone mm-hmm. because it's, it's pathetic. Yeah, it is. And then Isaiah Johnson, why are you starting the game, first of all, like and someone's like, oh, uh, Whitehead's hurt. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. Second of all, and then you put him in, our defense does well. Right. You take him back out in the second half. Yeah. We start shitting the bed again. Then I don't even remember seeing him in the second half, I, and I don't remember him getting hurt again. You didn't even see him on the injury report with all these the people saying it in the sideline. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him either. I think Andrew Adams was in there instead. So yeah, it's, it's a joke. It's confusing. Uh, and like like Mark was saying earlier with like the offense in the first half, we were doing a good job of like keeping it simple as far as limiting Jameis's view to one side of the field. It was one or two options. Like you make the one read and you go with the other guy. So, and then for whatever reason they got away from that in, in the second half. Um, it was just there was just no uh, being creative. Like you're trying to get these guys off balance and there was just none of that. Like if they're being aggressive, you got to find a way to get them overflowing and, and counteract that going the other way. They did that in the first half with the Deshaun Jackson run, you know, for the touchdown. Uh, just, just a lot of things that were very confusing to me. Obviously it's great to have a win. We're three and three. Yes. 500, <laughs> but still you're looking at the next weeks coming up. I mean, you have a gauntlet coming up with, 
with the Bengals, uh, Carolina, Carolina, and the Redskins, all teams that are above 500 or at 500. I just don't see it. I think I hate to be negative, but the losing is going to happen if we continue to see these same stupid decisions by our staff, by our by our players being put in bad positions. And unfortunately they get the blame because they're not being put in the right spots to succeed. And it's, it's, it's sad to see. All right. So let me say a couple things. Winston was 32 for 52. That's 52 passes. That's bad. Pass attempts. You can't have that. Not one touchdown. He had one rushing two interceptions. Yes. Both those were his fault. All hundred percent say it. Yeah. He underthrew Howard on the one interception and he threw it right to Jamie Collins on the other. Right. And he didn't even see him. I agree. Godwin's coming across the field, didn't even see him. Right. That's all his fault. But a lot of these route trees that we run yeah. as a Buccaneers team on offense, terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. So, so that all doesn't go towards Winston. Again, Sean Payton wanted Winston. He wanted to trade up for him. Right. So that's one thing saying. That's an offensive genius saying, oh, I want this guy. Huh. So that, that, to me, gives Winston more – Credit. Mm-hmm. I've liked Winston. I'm a Winston fan. Y'all will always hear me say this. Uh, I don't care about and anyone else. And I'll tell so. you what, if there is a coaching change for next year. There, there will be. Bruce Arians wants to be here. I'll give you – I'll say that right now. Like he will well, – keep, People keep saying that he's no, done. Hey, there's no he's, chance. He's, yeah, done. he's done. Yeah. Well, if he's interested in coaching, like he would be the number one candidate, especially if we keep Jason Light. Like he would be the guy that would come in and, and be – If someone to persuade him, I think it would be Jason Light. Right. And he loves Jameis Winston. And that's another offensive guru that loves Winston as a quarterback. So, yeah, Winston, frustrating at times. But, again, you got to look at it. What is he being put into? Like, what options is he being given when he's throwing these interceptions, especially the one to Jamie Collins? Like, if you look at that play, the design of the play is just bad from the start. Like, you just have nobody open right away. Like, you look at these other teams. Like, you look at – Let's look at Chicago, like Chicago today playing the Patriots. They put up, I don't know, 31 points. points, yeah. Yeah, and they almost won at the end with that freaking Hail Mary. But they create space. These other teams, like all these offensive teams, and I'll keep going to the Rams because I love Sean McVay because that guy is just a genius. Like he is going to be the next – I mean, he's going to be the next. He's he is who he is. He's he's doing he's, badass. He's like um. He's who who, who do I want to think of? He's he's going to be like Bill Bill Walsh. Like Bill Walsh, he's okay. he's that kind of guy where he can just he's so creative, and how he gets guys open, and it's it's just fun to watch. And I just wish like we had a guy like that that could get these guys to get open. It's they just run the same routes every time, and it's just frustrating that we don't see anything creative with our route tree. I agree. I completely agree. I mean, to be honest, our first possession of the damn game, <laughs> just I laughed at everything about it. Mm-hmm. You're on the one-yard line. Yeah. I put it on Twitter. You, you run <laughs> behind your worst offensive lineman. Like, we haven't said that enough. Right. It goes nowhere damn near a safety. I thought it was a safety. should have been. Second down. <laughs> penalty. False start. Let's move us back to the, um, the half-dick line. <laughs> yep. And then... Oh, let's see it. Let's run straight to Miles Garrett on a stretch play. And it's not just running up the gut yeah. just to try and get at least get some yards. Yeah. But at least they learn from it later in the game. <laughs> but that's another thing. To our running game, 
Jawinson has no help in the running game as well because right. guess what? It's offensive scheme or run blocking. It sucks because there's no movement. Right. It's you're trying to do a stretch with all these big guys, big slow moving guys mm-hmm. moving with them. Where's the hole? Yeah. There has to be someone that can down block. Right. And make a make a fucking hole. If that's not happening, he, Barber's not going to find a hole. Roger's not going to find a hole. Adrian Peterson in his prime wouldn't find a hole. Yeah. So you can't blame our running backs. Right. This is a stupid scheme that is will never be able to run the ball well. Yeah. I don't care what offensive well, line they're you have. trying. They're trying to run power plays when they just don't have they guys just, no. that can do power. Like you should be running uh, wham plays or counter plays. Yeah, something different where you have these guys just moving get, different ways and then getting getting them, them out of the way. Just get their big ass bodies out of the way. Right. Barber cannot make space. He's not Barry Sanders. He can't make space by himself. Right. Use what you have with you and use it to its best ability. Right. You're using these big ass linemen just to move. A wall. You're pretty much moving a wall in front of running back is what you're doing with this line. Mm-hmm. You're not having them counter. You're not having them run around. You're not having them make holes themselves by moving their big-ass bodies mm-hmm. and move people along the line. Like It's just, oh, we're all going to go left. Let's all go left together. There's no hole. Yeah. <laughs> There's no goddamn hole. It's just stupid how our offense is run. Yes, on the outside, we have every weapon in the world. Mm-hmm. We can use it. But the thing is, if a team like the Bears... Yeah, great defensive line, and if we're looking deep all the time, we're going to beat us. Yeah. The Browns could have beat us, sadly. They should have beat us. They should have. <laughs> because their defensive line started taking over, and the Browns started bumping our receivers at the line mm-hmm. to slow down their routes, and then people were dropping back in zone. It was zone blitzes. So if you're already thrown off the line, mm-hmm. your route's thrown off of timing, Winston is looking deep because all these damn routes of cutter have to go at least 10 to 15 yards down the field. There's nothing dragging across the field. Mm. There's no short route. No. And the running back has to pitch or chip because our mm. line can't cover Miles Garrett, Ogba. Yeah. Like, it's it's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's it's stupid thinking yet again. And I can't wait to hear, you're fire. <laughs> Seriously, Vince yeah. McMahon, come out. The day we fire Cutter. Yeah, I, I think it. I mean, and it's it's on the way. I mean, you can just see it. Yeah, this was a win. But you just don't see any signs where this team is showing massive progression as far as taking that next. It's regression. Yeah, it's regression. Like there's And no, it's not because Fitzpatrick's not the quarterback. Right. No, it has nothing to do with as far as personnel goes. Like, personnel is what it is. But it's up to coaching to make sure, like, these guys are in the right spots to be consistent and be the team that we're supposed to be. But it's just not happening. Like Mark said, dumb thinking and just continuing to try to beat the same drum over and over and over again. And that's just not going to work. Like, <sighs> I mean, there's, there's also times where, let's say, uh, the drop passes break. Yeah. Brace um, fumble. OJ okay. Howard. OJ Howard dropped a ball that was right in his hands. Right. Beats his man. We we probably I think we still had the lead then. Or yeah. we or we gonna Yeah, we were up. Yeah. Drops a ball. Right. Mike Evans dropping balls again. Mm-hmm. Yes, Winston missing Deshaun Jackson on deep balls. Right. It's pissing me off too, guys. I'm a Winston fan, but He's got to hit these. Yeah. It's stupid. OJ like, Howard earlier. Yeah. Like, like yeah, OJ Howard just lofted over the linebacker. There's yeah. no safety help. The safety went towards yeah. Evans or, or down the sideline. Yeah. Like, you, it's, it is annoying as a fan, especially when you see how much talent you have and you should be winning. Right. And I guarantee a lot of coaches would salivate over our job. Yeah. yeah. 
for sure. It, I'm dead serious. Because we're, we're turning into the Browns, which is sad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, I don't know. And, yeah, to that sentiment, Whitehead needs to be starting over Isaiah Johnson. I don't care how bad his hamstring is. Isaiah Johnson showed how bad he can play against the Bears. Yeah. I would never want to see him starting again after that game. But I guess if you've been on the team long enough, <laughs> you can just ass suck a damn coach yeah. and just get in there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like Jack Quiz Rogers. I mean, he was in there in the later stages of the game. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping, like, this win can give him at least some momentum. But going up against the next couple teams that we have to face, uh, I don't expect the winning streak or get a streak started <laughs> to be, you know, lasting very long. So It's in Cincinnati, too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be a tough game. We'll go more into that game, and I'm afraid of what I'm going to see on tape as far as Cincinnati's defensive line because Geno Atkins and Andrew Billings and Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Plus, with their linebackers, even though they can be beat in coverage, like we always say, but we will not attack it. You know, because that's what the Bucks do. Uh, they like to be hard, but not simple enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then facing Andy Dalton, who's a veteran and knows how to get rid of the ball quickly and accurate with the ball. Plus AJ Green, who is just a monster. I don't know. If... Oh, and let me also say this. Okay, you're mentioning the, the Bengals. Yeah. Carlton Davis did very well. Oh, he did awesome. Very, very well. He did well. outstanding. Like, he was awesome. So for bright lights on this one, or bright side of this, yeah. Carlton Davis is the real deal. Yeah, and, and not saying, like, there wasn't any standouts in this game. Like, Peyton Barber was outstanding, Carlton Davis, JPP. Uh, there's a lot of good uh, players in the, in this game that played well. I'm not taking anything away from them. Even Jack Sitchie looked good before he got hurt, yeah. unfortunately. Um yeah, there was a lot of good plays. Even Quan Alexander looked like he, yeah. like he, you know, Carl Nassib two sacks. Yeah, Carl Nassib. I mean, he showed out against his former team, and you expect that. Uh, I thought Noah Spence showed some flashes, you know, the limited snaps that he got. Um, so there was good things. Vita Vea, I thought, was still strong in, in the pocket, taking up two guys. Yeah, there was a lot of good things, but. That's from a player standpoint. We're talking about coaching, and coaching is what matters in this league. I'll continue to say that it's what makes great. You know, it's what makes good teams great. Like you look at the Patriots, like the Patriots roster. You put them up against any roster in the league. They're not. They're not a great roster. It's not an overly talented roster where they have A plus players at every they position. Don't. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs, same thing. It's not like they have great players at each position. But yeah, if Tyreek Hill was put into our offense, right. he would be terrible. He would suck. He would be the exact same thing as Deshaun Jackson right now. Right. Just terrible. Mm-hmm. Cutter wouldn't use his speed, wouldn't bring him towards a quarterback. Not he, at all. No. So it's not the personnel. No. And not. again, we've been saying this all goddamn year. Yeah. Like it's you, sad. You could have... All pro players at every position, but if you don't have coaches that know how to use them properly, know how to put them in the right spot to create space, I'll say that again, create space, to get these guys open and not have your quarterback have to throw a a pinpoint pass in between coverages, it's a lot easier. Like, 
But the Bucks, for whatever reason, like to like to do things the hard way. I mean, for fuck's sakes, we won the game on a 59-yard field goal today against a team that lost 23 straight games on the road. On the road now 24. Thank the Lord. We didn't. We didn't. We game. didn't break that streak. Thank they, the Lord. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. But God, it's. Uh, it's just fresh. You would have thought we lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we did lost, but that ball just had a curve just in between. It was like, all right, God, we're, we're going to give the Bucks a gift. All right, here he, we he go. Went, yeah. He blew it right he back on it, yeah. Those guys had enough beatings. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. The coaching isn't what this team needs. Right. It's not. It, in my heart, I know in your heart, and every Bucks fan heart knows Cutter's going to be gone. Yeah. Whether think, it's today, I think tomorrow. He, I think he knows He that. knows. Yeah. And, like, the only way you can ever see him attempting to hold his job is if he does get on a streak. Right. Do I think he can do it? No. No. Not, think not him. It would have to be the players, like, yeah. taking their own their own uh, agenda. It would just, be Winston changing every play. And being perfect. Yeah. It would be Winston changing every play. Yeah. There wouldn't be any turnovers. And, yes, that, that is probably the only reason why we suck so much is a lot of turnovers as yeah. well. Yeah. Because if you don't have four turnovers. Yeah, we blow them out. Yeah. Yeah. You had three in a row. Yeah. You had two before halftime and then one right after halftime. Well, you didn't yell at these players saying, hold on to the damn football. Yeah. Like, it's stupid or – it it's dumb. It, yeah. I'm, like, I'm done getting angry about it. It's <laughs> it is what it is. The Browns were a far less superior team than we are. Right. We should have won this game like how we did the first half. Mm-hmm. It should have been worse. But again, our coaches allowed it. Our defense played well. I'm going right. to give that to them. Carlton Davis. Yeah. You didn't hear his name at all because he was doing his job. Right. He had only two tackles, one pass defense, but he was. You didn't. You never even saw the ball court go towards his way. And another funny stat: Isaiah Johnson played mostly the whole entire game. I don't know how he recovered the fumble on the special teams play. <laughs> but Isaiah Johnson was out there damn near the whole game. I saw Whitehead out there maybe a quarter. Yeah. They both had three tackles. <laughs> that shows okay. If one guy's out there whole damn game. Another guy's out there maybe a quarter, and they got the same productivity. There's obviously someone that needs to be out there more than the other, but I'm, that's just me. No, I agree. I agree with that. And but MJ Stewart played better. Better. I'll say that. Better. Yes. He it looked like he knew where he was supposed to go. Sometimes. For the most part. For the most part. But. But yeah, I mean, I'm. We don't like to be negative. Let's put that out there. Like we hate being negative, but. We have to be real at the same time. Like, this is what we see. And from a coaching standpoint, if this doesn't change, <laughs> it's just going to keep getting worse. Like, I don't know. Like, the only reason we won this game is because the Browns were the Browns. And that's pretty much it. Like, and both teams made a lot of mistakes. And you just continue to see the same thing where it's like, just doing the same things, like just <laughs> stupid things. Like just it's don't... a losing team mentality. It's, yeah, it's you. You don't. You'd rather give the game away than win the game, right? And yeah. it's how Winston got that twenty-yard pass to Deshaun Jackson yeah. on the third and twenty-nine. That was a play of the game. It was, yeah. and he that was his second catch of the game. Right. 
Eleven million dollar man, right? Yeah. Nobody's help my fantasy catches, team. Two catches. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not using your guys correctly. Right. And I've said it. I'm not I'm not going to keep going into it. You're going to keep. I'm just going to say, oh yeah, our coaching blows. So I don't know if we're going to win. <laughs> but this is the weaknesses of the other team. Let's see if we're going to hit it or not. Right. right. I mean, because there's no point in saying that we see this and that. Obviously, the Bucks see it because the Bucks don't see it. Mm. They run, they know their scheme, and that's what they're going to run. Yeah. Same thing how Rondé said to Levante after the uh, the Falcons lost. Oh, you got to run with the the scheme of what the the coach is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Winston's getting told to do, yeah. and he's getting yelled at it. Run it, run it, run it. They're they're not individually looking at weaknesses in right. in teams. They're not saying, oh, they are weak linebacking core. Let's attack that. Yeah. And then once they start trying to help with the linebackers, then we'll go deep. Yeah. Or we'll start going deep, and then once they know they have to push the safeties back, then we'll run the ball. Yeah, and let's just – No, let's they're just, just dumb. I agree. No, you're completely right. And let's just – on that point, speaking of taking advantage of weaknesses, like the Bucks ran on defense the stunt play, and guess what? It fucking worked. <laughs> like, it works. But let's just run it, you know, three to five times a game and hope it – you know, but no, it continues to work. And like, why are you not using this over and over again? You see, it works. The personnel you put in there, and it works. Where you have NASA coming up in the middle, you have JPP coming around the edge. Like that stuff works, and it's working every week. JPP has what six, seven sacks already. I think he had he has one a day. He has six. So, I think six. Yeah. Yeah, I mean six and six games. I mean. Ain't too shabby. No, I mean that guy's playing out of his mind, but it's just frustrating. I'll say this: the coaching standpoint of like saying if it works, keep running it. Like in basketball, it's a less team sport. There's only five guys in the court. Mm-hmm. You run a pick and roll. There has to be a lot of communication and a lot of things got to work together with that. But literally, if you make a pick and the guy slides down, you have an easy pass for a point, right? So if there's no communication on the defense. Then you can run that play over and over and over and over again, and it's always going to work. In that same stance, we're on the same shit. Yeah. On t- on on in football. Yeah. If they don't know how to defend it, make them learn how to defend it, and then you switch. Right. Right. Okay. It's not like you only have to run one thing, but I want you to keep running that one thing if it really works. Yeah. It's that simple. It's that simple. For sure. And it's almost they're so naive that. They're like, oh, no, they're going to catch on to this. Yeah, you want them to. Yeah. And then, then when they start thinking you're going to do that again, you switch it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember the same thing of uh, Donovan Smith said about who was the toughest guy he had to face. He didn't name, like, J.J. Watt or Khalil Mack. It was, I think it was Robert Mathis, he said. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, why why not one of these big-name guys? He's like, because he was smarter. Like, he literally was setting up plays. Yeah. He kept hitting me with this move, this move, this move. And then he... Threw something totally out, and I was on my ass. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just that's a that is a scheme you need to run. Yeah, throw something at them that they, you know they can't beat. Mm-hmm. Keep running that until they decide. Okay, oh, well, let's try and beat it. Yeah, and yeah. then they're on their ass, just that's... like Dom Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why these like you see these college offenses today. Like that's why they're so effective because these coaches know, like they can run. These similar things, but they put it in a different formation where it's pretty much the same play, but it's it's looking different. Like it's just taking advantage of what the defense is giving you, but you're doing it in a way where it's simple enough that it can be easy. And that's what 
the Bucks need to start doing. Like, keep it simple. Don't try to make this so damn hard. Why are you sending three guys on vertical routes when it's third and five? Like, <laughs> you know? Hey, stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's simple football. When you have Deshaun Jackson on a linebacker, do some type of option route where you can get him over the middle of the field. Like, take advantage of the space. And the Cleveland Browns are giving us so much space. Again, they made adjustments. They took that space away in the second yeah. half where they didn't give the middle of the field. Um, and the Bucks just couldn't counter. Like, they just didn't know what to do. Because they didn't change their, their no, scheme. No, no. Stuck, stuck to the same shit. Like, we always say every week. Same formations. You're, you're, we're just yelling at each other now. <laughs> and, yes, JPP has six sacks. He's had a sack every game since the Eagles game. Right. He had two against the, the Steelers. That's right. So he's playing man-possessed. Like, yeah. he's playing damn good football. Yeah, he's playing really well. Like a man that wants to win. Deshaun Jackson's playing like a man who wants to win. Right. Alan Cross. I love seeing him. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you got guys that want to win. Peyton Barber wants to win games. God. Seriously. That dude is insane. He is a truck. Like, he just runs so damn hard. And it's it's a shame that every time he gets the ball, he has to make someone miss in the backfield. And he just can't get any momentum. Uh, it's It's unfortunate because, like, he was dragging defenders, running people over. Just trade him to a better team. Trade him, trade him to the Rams. I mean, that's a guy you want on your team. That's a guy you build your team around. I feel around. bad for him. Uh, yeah, and same thing with Rojo. Like, Rojo trying to do these runs where it's just not going to work from the start. And I'm glad for him he got his first touchdown. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and he made some nice runs, nice you know, nice cuts, caught the ball, uh, pass protected. So it seems like he's getting better, and that's good. That's good by our, our position coach, Tim Spencer, making these guys better. That's what you want to see. That's Progression. what That's what we want to see, and we saw some of that. We just got to take it to another level. Well, he's to, to to Rojo's factor. He's mm. he's improved a lot. Yeah, yeah. I even saw him like more comfortable. Like a a guy was coming at him, he immediately jump cut. He right. didn't just run straight into the the pile. Yeah, he jump cut out of the way. That's him like being more comfortable and actually seeing what's developing in front of him. Mm-hmm. The second he gets the ball, he knows what he's going to do. Right. Like the first times he took the ball, it was just. Let me go as fast as I can into a pile. Yeah. And then to that fact, like what I said earlier in the and game. And that comes with repetition. Game. Yeah. Yeah. But guys get off of them. A lot of the reasoning of why we're not doing good is coaching. We've yeah. been saying that all year. It's it's proving it now. Mm-hmm. And I have no faith in any game going forward. <laughs> Just being serious. I thought we could have seen some changes, but right. it's all the same stuff. Be prepared for tough games. Moving, like, I don't see it getting close to handedly winning any of these games. No. Bengals, I almost think, is a definite loss. Yeah. yeah. Panthers are going to be t- – that's in Carolina, and then Redskins here. Yeah, it's tough. I, it's tough because you're going up against – We shall see. You're going up against guys, not just personnel, but coaching staffs that understand what what they have. Like, they understand what they have in players. Yeah, and, like – And they know how to use – tenured. Yeah. Coaching staffs, too. Yeah, that's true. Like, Ron Rivera, like, he's figured it out. Like, him and Norv Turner, they know how to get their offense going. And Christian McCaffrey is – I don't even want to think about it because <laughs> that, that guy is going to have a hell of a day. But same thing with Joe Mixon and uh, Bernard. AP. Yeah. Oh, no. AP always does well against us. And, like, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be I, – I think it will be close games, but I just don't see us – coming out on top i mean it's gonna be hard like we're gonna need miracles like we had today 
Yeah, again, so we have all these weapons. We can score. We, we yeah, will score. We'll put up points, but. No, our defense, if you play like it is today and you drop Isaiah Johnson from the starting lineup, <laughs> yeah. you're going to do pretty good. And you'd slowly get McCoy and Curry back. Right. We'll be pretty good. We'll be sustainable. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the offense is going to do what it does. Yeah. And that's about all you can say about it. Right, right. No, I agree. Uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up. We just wanted to give some thoughts about uh, today's game. And, again, it is a win. I hate. I know most of it was like negative. We're harping on the coaching staff, but but yeah. But you won a game. We you, won a game. We, we won three and three. We're we, five hundred. We won. So yeah. I mean, possible. Ce- celebrate it. Uh, again, uh, we'll probably have another podcast coming here shortly where we can get more in depth, and then we'll get into uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, which is our next game coming up, and I'll be on the road uh, next Sunday. So, but hey, a win's a win. And with that being said, uh, be sure to, if you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. Give us comments, what you thought about the game. Let us know. And always, go Bucks! Big win. Our kicker made a field goal. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> go Bucks, though. 